Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor, writer, and director Mark Anthony Williams. How you doing? What's going on, everybody? How you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show, brother. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited. Oh, you are a friend in my head, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but tell people where you're from. Okay, I was born in London to Jamaican parents. And bop, after bop, five... bop, bop, bop. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You, you yard people all over the place. All over the place. <laughs> so yep, yeah, yeah, my parents met in the UK and had me and my two brothers, and then mom was trying to finish nursing school. So we got shipped off to Jamaica so mom can finish her nursing. And then when they got done, they left Jamaica and moved to New York and then sent for us. And then we left Kingston and then moved to the Bronx. So I grew up in the Bronx, high school, college. And then uh, when I got the acting bug in 93, I came to LA for a week in 94 and I loved it. And then came back in 95 and I've been in California ever since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did the bug get in you? Because you <laughs> you moved from England, you moved from Jamaica, mm-hmm. then you moved back to Jamaica, then to the Bronx. Yeah, and then to the Bronx. Well, actually, it was when I was eight years old, living in Kingston, we got taken to a theater. There was a beautiful theater downtown Kingston in the 70s, and we went to see a live performance. It was a play, and I loved it. The the theater was packed. Everyone was quiet. All the focus was the people on stage. I said, ooh, that looks cool. I want to do that. And then when I got to the Bronx, we did a play in the fifth grade, and I was like, I want to be in the play. So I did the play, and then when I was in high school, we got computer. 86, they started installing computers. Certain high schools in New York City had computers. And my physics professor says, go in the library, gentlemen, and get on a computer and figure out what you want to do with your life and start planning it right now. So I went to the library, got on the computer. The first thing I typed in was acting. I didn't like what it had to say. You could be, you know, you could book a role and be famous, but you could do one project and never be heard from again. I said, wow, is that, you want to take that chance? I didn't know. I go off to college and then my brother calls me. He's in college in, in Maryland and he's like, yo, let's move to LA and be actors. I was like, here we go with the acting thing. It's coming back. And I was like, you know what? Bet, let's do it. So we had been planning uh, the tail end of our college career in 92, 93. We've been planning from there. And then we came to LA in 94 for about a week. Actually, Mike McCary from Boys to Men, the brother that sang bass with the deep voice. Yes. He was, he befriended my brother. And so they were pretty close. So I drove down to Jersey. I was like, holy crap, I'm in the house of Mike McCary from Boys to Men. This is bananas. This is 94, 95. They just getting hot. Their, their second album is about to pop. So Mike was like, what y'all want to do? He says, we want to go to Cali and get into the entertainment world. He says, bet, come to Cali. I'll take care of everything else. Just find a way to get there. So he puts us up in the Montrose in Beverly Hills for a week. Uh, we meet our first agent. We sign on the dotted line. And we went back to New York and we started planning and packing up stuff. And meanwhile, the agent helped us get an apartment. We got an apartment in Hollywood. And then within a year, my brother was like, all right, I'm out. And a month later, I was right behind him. And I left New York in summer of 95. Mm-hmm, and moved mm-hmm. to Cali. But uh, it it wasn't what I thought it would cracked up to be because when you walk in that room, you know, if they say they want to, they're looking for African-American 5'9", you know, medium build, I'm not going to be the only one walking in there looking like that. There's going to be at least 
20 to 30 other people almost with the same stature. And that's when it was an eye opener because my first audition, I'm like, holy crap, it's like a replica of myself in here. And then you realize, yeah, brother, you have to compete with people from all over the planet that's coming here saying, right now, as we speak, there's at least 10 planes landing at LAX, but at least 300 people going, ah, we'll make it in Hollywood every day. So it's, it's unrelenting, it's unforgiving. And if you do not hustle, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. You're just not. Mm-hmm. You have to hustle here. So I hustled on my own. I did a lot of theater because the one thing that's very difficult is trying to find someone else outside of yourself to believe in you, to say, I want to be your agent. I want to be your manager. Uh, you can get yourself on projects without them, but your chances of getting on television or in commercials or film, is your, your chances are extremely slim without them because they can open they have that relationship with these people you don't you know so you have to hustle on your own build that resume on your own your resumes everyone's resumes a blank page that's how we all started you got to build somewhere so my thing was let's do theater it's free uh, i get to rehearse so i get to practice and people could come see me i can now send casting directors postcards say hey i'm in the theater up the street come see me come see me come see me and so that's what i did for almost a decade just theater Whenever I could, if I met someone and I was able to get on a project, even as a production assistant, I PIP at a lot of music videos uh, in LA from R&B artists to hip hop. Uh, that's that's what we that's what I was my side hustle on the weekends to make money. You know, so you have to create a hustle for yourself. And now it's even more competitive because it's easier to get to casting offices because of digital. You know, everything's uploaded real quick. Before back then in '95, there was no internet. No, there was no sending. There was no sending a, a resume uh, digitally or or a headshot. You had to get the Manila envelope, your eight by ten photo, black and white, with your resume stapled on the back, and we'd put it in the envelope, and we would send it to Warner Brothers, CAA, all these big agents, in the hopes that someone would look at your photo and go, "Hmm, very unique." They really don't right. have no credits. Call them in. But what are the chances of that of that happening? You know, I sent hundreds of photos, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. No response. But you still don't allow that to go, oh, this sucks. You just keep moving. So, okay, that's not working. What else can we do? And then the internet came and everything got easier. But it's still competitive because there's people from all over the world who can just get off the plane. And there's people that are acting who never acted before. They just were spotted and they look aesthetically beautiful. And then they get on the stage and you're like, oh, my goodness, they actually can act. You know what I'm saying? But that's rare. So mm-hmm. what's rare about you? What's what's unique about you that's going to make someone take a chance on you? And that's what you have to find within yourself. No one else is going to find that. If you don't know what it is and you can't find it, no one else will discover it for you. But so, it took till 2019. All of a yes. sudden, doors started opening like crazy from Grey's Anatomy to Welcome to the Neighborhood to mm-hmm. everything. Do you want to talk about that? Because there might be some... Some actors and actresses listening saying, listen, if I have to work 25 years and then I have to wait to reap the fruit of my labor 25 years later, I'm out. Right. Is is it worth it? What happened was, let's go back before that. Let's go back to 1999. I'm getting ready to, I'm auditing an acting class. And the teacher says, how many of you are willing to struggle for the next 20 years? I said, well, did, did he say 20, 20 years struggling? Nah, it's not going to take that long. And then I thought about what if it, it's going to take you more than 20? Are you willing to, because once you commit, you, you, I can't be at 44 talking about, all right, let's see what's in the papers and the help wanted ads. Let me go. I, I can't make, if, I, if I'm going to commit, I'm good. 
this is it. I'm not going to do anything else but this. And so once I made that decision and I hit year 20, I was like, holy smokes, it is 20 years. This is depressing. And then I was like, nope. You got this far, just keep going. So in 2019, I says, you know what? You're not that good. Go back to class. So my friend, Teresa Gary, fellow actress, she's been on a thousand things. I mean, her resume is ridiculous. I said, Teresa, here's some money. I'm taking your class because this ain't, this ain't working for me. I got to figure this out. I take her class. That same week class started, a friend of mine says, oh, come meet my manager. The manager takes a look at me and says, I want to sign you. I says, you've never seen me. What are you, what are you doing? You don't even know. So now I'm questioning her integrity because I was like, this woman don't know what she's doing. She, she can't pick talent. Why I wouldn't pick me. And so she says, no, I have a good feeling about you. And so she signs me. And then within two weeks, I'm auditioning for major shows on major networks. And it, it came so quick. I went from having no auditions for TV for ever to doing two a day. For one, wow. time I had, one time I had five in one day. It was the most exhausting day ever to go from five different offices in LA driving. Come tr tr try driving in LA to go to one location. I had to do it four times after the first one. We, you know what I'm saying? So it just skyrocketed. And the more I auditioned, the more opportunities I got to, you know, get callbacks and, and, and be seen again. If not for that role, it's for the other role. And then, like you said, 2019, I did a Geico spot. And then by 2021, the shows just started. It just started clicking. And then your confidence goes up. And then you don't really think about it because you've learned the rhythm and then you're understanding what you're working with and who you are and you're discovering yourself. And so your confidence goes up and then you just do it. And when you don't get it, even if it's the one you're like, ah, I wanted that one. When you don't get it, you says it doesn't matter. Guess what's going to happen tomorrow. And then the next day you get another and you just keep going, mm -hmm. you know, but you have to have that self time. No one is going to help you here. Now looking open, back at it, look, yes. sorry, looking back at it, do you say, in case the listener says, was it worth it? Absolutely. Every day, the day I woke up and packed my suitcase, it was like, I'm leaving. The day I woke up crying because <laughs> the bank just took my last $20, it was all worth it. Mm -hmm. You build your life. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I love it. Well, and then again, not that I cut you <laughs> off earlier. Did you want to finish that point you were making? Uh, going to class and, and being... Allowing yourself to say, yo, I, I need help. You have to. And now I love it because I'm, I wish there was act people like me when I was coming up because I'm down to help anybody. If you hit me up on social media, you can ask me anything because there's days when I'm like, man, I wish I had this information 10 years ago, 15 years ago. This would have helped me escape, you know, this little hiccup that I've had for so long. But a lot of times people don't want to help each other. And I'm like, me helping you doesn't hinder me at all. Now I know that there's someone out there that I've given uh, an, a, an ointment to or, or a dot or, or a thought to that's not going to take that and, and expand and build something. You have to you have to build something. And one thing we need in this town, you need communities. Just like when you go to college, when you're on campus, you don't know anyone. You gravitate to the people that are similar to you, same likeness, and you build a community there. Uh, it's easy to build communities here in Hollywood, but I think people are afraid because you know, it's so competitive. There's nothing you can, an actor can't steal something else from another, another actor. Too much bad-mindedness. Yeah, man. <laughs> but you have to have that confidence. Let me tell you a quick story. Sure. With Terrence, 
Terrence Howard did to me um, at this audition. Clever, clever brother, smart dude. So <laughs> I get an audition for the movie Their Eyes Are Watching God with Halle Berry, Ruben Santiago Hudson. I buy the novel, I read the novel. My character plays the guitar. So I says, Mark Anthony, don't worry about the guitar. Go in there, do the work. And the cast, we'll worry about the guitar stuff later. So I get to the audition. I'm sitting in the room. I got my size with me. Terrence Howard walks in with a guitar. Mm -hmm. I said, look at this dude right here, man. He about to show me up. I says, nah, man, whatever. So Terrence comes over. And this is what I'm talking about with confidence. Terrence signs in. He comes, he sits next to me. We nod at each other. He looks at the size in my hand and he goes, oh, we're auditioning for the same part. And then he proceeds to start playing the guitar. And all the girls in the room are like, ah. And I'm like, ah. Well, there goes my confidence out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Because he walked in the room with all that swag and was like, this role is mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in there. And he ended up getting the part. I ended up in the same movie anyway, but I got a non-speaking part. But it was... <laughs> No, bro. To be around Halle Berry for six weeks, Ruben Santiago Hudson for six weeks, Terrence Howard for six I-, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, I know I'm not saying anything in this movie, but look where I'm standing right now. This is right, awesome. Right, right. You know, so you just use that as motivation. But that brother, he walks in the room. I'm the guy. That's how you got to roll in this town. Some people go, oh, you, you're conceited. No, I'm just confident. That's that's all it is. Right. You know, and you have to maneuver like that because people need to see that glow. They need to see that energy. And then they go, oh, that person right there. I can mm-hmm. just tell mm-hmm. they got it. You know, and you learned from that. You learned from that that next time you audition, you will have that same swagger too. Not being a bad-minded person or grudgeful no. towards somebody that has it, but you learned from that. You you learn from it and you move on. Now, what I will advise people is, I met a lot of people in this town who are bitter. It's tough, and. A lot of times, from what I've experienced, the ones that never make it, they've quit on themselves, and then they push that energy onto others around them who are trying to excel instead of saying, why don't we do this as a team? I've tried for 20 years to put together production teams and do projects and stuff together, and there's always one person within that circle who's trying to bite off the tree and the fruit has not even matured yet. And that one person can ruin the entire project Uh uh and so you have to learn how to make good friends because everybody if you're an actor people everyone wants to be your friend they want to see what you're doing what you went to i mean if you're a producer it's it's even more crazy because it's can i get in your film and blah 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 so i used to tell people i work with kids which i did i used to work with kids at group homes in new york and la um but yeah finding that family is is very hard i'm in a nice space right now where i have a group of people that i'm working with we're actually uh developing a script that we're going to shoot in 2024. Um, All the pieces are coming together. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, That's a monumental move from me just being straight acting and now into producing and developing projects. So that process, that struggle, that 20-year struggle has brought me now where I can have multiple streams of income. Right. So that's what you need to build, whether you're in my industry or not, you need multiple streams of income. It just, it's terrible to have one line of income go down and now you're depending on savings and friends and family to survive. And no. so, you know, and it's because it's, the business is now very competitive. We're, we're coming out of a, a strike that affected thousands of people have lost their jobs. Um, and so now we're, we're moving into a new space where projects are going to get rolling again. And so the opportunities to be in new content, develop new content, stream new content is 
it's it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a great 2024. Right, right, right. Now, Welcome to yes. the Neighborhood is yes. coming back in February. Uh, it's yes. the only two sitcoms that are on now. CBS is that and Bob and Abby Shola, which it's its final season. But Welcome mm-hmm. to the Neighborhood did get it. It's getting a seventh season. So it will be on in 24 to 25. So tell us, how did you yes. get into Welcome to the Neighborhood? And shout out Cedric the Entertainer, Regina Hall. Shout out. Yeah, mm-hmm. all Tashina them. Arnold. Tashina Arnold. Arnold, not Regina Hall. Sorry. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> wrong sister. Wrong sister. Wrong brother. sister. But I yeah, love yeah, you yeah. still. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, shout out to the cast. Well, I'm I'm Cedric's stand-in on the show. And for anyone that doesn't know what the role of a stand-in is, our job is to watch the, the talent act out the scene so they can go off to hair and makeup interviews, do what they need to do. And then I step in Cedric's place and I redo the scene so we can block for the lighting and camera. So that's what my job is. So this is how I got on the show. Uh, A lot of times they have guest star co-stars and they haven't casted those roles. So when we do our rehearsals for like Thursday, we'll rehearse that day. And then after lunch, we'll do a run through for the producers and the writers. And that's Thursday. Friday, we do the same thing, but the run through is now for the producers, writers, and the network execs. And this was pre-COVID. This is 2019. And so the execs would come to the, everyone would come to the floor. So there's 300 people watching this run through, this rehearsal. So the character of Melvin that I subsequently got was given to another actor. He came in that day. Uh, I did the scene, the, the, the rehearsal the day before. So people were saying, oh, you were so good. It would be nice to see you as Melvin. So I saw the actor. I says, oh, they gave it to this guy. He's a nice guy. I've seen him in multiple commercials. He's going to kill it. We rehearsed that day. We're getting ready to do the run through for the network execs. His scene is next, but he's in the wrong place. I'm waving at him like, bro, you're supposed to be over here, not because where he was, by the time they get to his line, if he's not there, he's going to ruin the whole rehearsal. The network, exe- the network executives are in the building. They're watching. So I couldn't get his attention. They set up and I'm looking at the script and he's fo- they're four lines away from getting to his line. And his eyes go big like, holy smokes, I'm in the wrong place. I need to be on the other side of everyone. So he cuts in front of the scene. So mm-hmm. now everyone's just imagine watching a play and the janitor comes out and walks across the stage. Everyone's eyes is going to be on the janitor like, what? why is he in the middle of the scene? So now he lands at the spot. And by the time he delivers his line, nobody laughed. I said, oh, man. This is not going to, this is not resonating good because it was a very funny line. So the day ends, I go home, I get a call from casting office. They says, hey, Mark Anthony, can you come back and read for the role of Melvin? I says, holy smokes, he got fired. I go back to CBS, I audition, fly to Vegas that Saturday to see my sister. And they call me Saturday morning and said, the role was yours. Wow. And so that's how I ended up getting the role. And they've invited me back two times after. So I've been on the show three times since its inception. And we're going, what we're starting next two, next Wednesday is season six. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to see in February is season six. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the strike cut into our August, September, October filming. So instead of a full 22 episodes, I believe we're only shooting 10. Mm-hmm. this season and you know fingers crossed there'll be a season seven and then we'll be back we'll be back next august to start shooting season seven mm-hmm. so but yeah it's 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 a wonderful i i love the experience of being around people who are literally the the it 
Like, if you want to be in the sitcom where, I mean, nothing better than being on a set, a, a top show on a top network, you know, with some amazing talent. And we're family, bro. It's 400, 500 people deep. You know, a lot of times you don't see behind the scenes, but there's 400 people watching. And, you know, we, 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 we love each other. We've lost family members, you know, through, you know, um, deaths and illnesses. And we welcome everybody. We, we do birthday celebrations. When it's your birthday, you get a, you know what I'm saying? So it's weird. We are a family and we love each other and we're very, very close. And I'm so honored and grateful to start where I began in 96, you know, 95, 96 and to where I am now. I'm, I'm truly just grateful and, and honored to, to be where I am. Mm -hmm. I'm family too. Can I be family? Yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> family every day. <laughs> <laughs> family every day brethren born canadian but jamaican and saint lucian nice. background <laughs> nice. I, I got i got i got family in toronto i love toronto is like new york without the garbage <laughs> i'm serious it's like a clean every time i when i'm in toronto i'm like this is a clean new york city this is it's a beautiful city just without the trash you know what i'm saying yeah man yeah all right all right well <laughs> what do you want to say to the other actors and actresses that still can't believe your story they're thinking no, I'm not going to work 20 to 25 years just to get roles. And then after that, everything starts for me. No, I have a family. I, I have a family to feed. I, I, I can't I, do mm -hmm. this. I, I get it. And trust me, I know tons of people who have relationships. They're married. They've started their family and they're still in the industry. You just have to find, again, you have to find that right partner, that right person who's going to, I get you. I know what you're doing. I know what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm going to roll with you. Let's get married. Let's and figure out where to have the baby in between. It, 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 it's stuff you have to, you, you have to ground yourself in, in your reality, not what you see on TV and stop watching people on Instagram. I think that's just, Instagram should just be, hey, look, I'm going to be on the neighborhood. Come see me. This is all I use Instagram for. I don't really like posting about personal stuff because people just exaggerate their lives. And it's really skewing how people view themselves in the world. And, and people need to stop doing that. But don't quit. Two words I always tell people, don't quit. Because if you quit, how will you know? You're going to mm -hmm. turn on the TV. Every day you're going to look at the TV and be like, oh, man, I could have did that part if I didn't quit. Oh, man, that role could have been, oh, man, I could have did that. Or I you could have been saying? unwelcome to the neighborhood, too, alongside yeah. with so, you. <laughs> absolutely. So, so don't quit. And you have to believe. I'm trying. Once you believe in yourself and you walk with that swagger, that energy will follow you. It will attract you. You know, it's here. You know, it's just weaving your way through the 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 the, the cockapoo and, and the foolishness, you know, that comes with being in this industry because there's a lot of tomfoolery out here. So you just gotta find that family who's serious about the industry and who are willing to share information. People act like information, like if I share it with her, she's gonna be bigger than me. So what? Mm -hmm. Maybe she could get up there or he could get up there and say, nah, I remember you looked out for me. Come on. We don't think like that. We always think, ah, oh, it's me, 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 only me, me, me. And it's no, it's if it's us, then we can literally build something where we don't have to go and say, oh, give me a job. We got to, we built something over here and now we're all employed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, finding that family is very, very important. Mm -hmm. 2024, let's drop the bad mindedness and the jealousy, yeah, right? Man. The jealousy, all of that, I forgot, man. Clean out your mind. <laughs> me, no want you. me no want you to make it <laughs> higher yeah, than me. You know me want to be the star of the show, not you. Bro, <laughs> bro, I've seen so many people do that and just nosedive. And I'm like, wow, it didn't have to be like, we could have we all been eating right now. That, that wasn't even that. You know what I mean? So 
it is what it is, man. Egos get in the way. What would you like to say to listeners about your writing, your directing, and your projects? What do you want to encourage them with? Where they have supported you and they do know who you are and they like you. Okay. I'm encouraging people. My 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 new endeavor in 2024 and going forward. I'm actually, I was in Uganda two months in July and August, and I'm writing and developing a movie that I want to shoot in Uganda, a local movie. So I went, met with an investor. He loves the project. He's in. He introduced me to a business partner. She loved it. She's in. So I literally have a movie that I'm going to direct, write and direct in Uganda. I hired a local writer to help me with the script because I want half of it in Luganda, which is their local tongue, and half in English and 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 meld in this beautiful uh, uh, love story from from local people. Africa is absolutely amazing amazing experience and I loved it and and I cannot wait to go back so I'm producing that I'm producing another film in 2024 and that's it's a romantic comedy and that's all I can say at this point because we are so excited about this project and it's going to get popping so that's going to be the first one out the gate but I am I encourage people to write create content all of you are smart I never wanted to be a writer writing is effing hard but I love seeing something go from paper up on the screen. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful process. You will enjoy it and you will thank yourself when you start writing and write what you know. If you don't know about aliens, don't write about aliens. Write what you know. Your life is probably hysterical and you right. don't even know it. And you, you don't know? have so, to be an actor too, right? You can just write no, about something, yes, right? Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, the 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 film we're doing in 2024, the writer is wrote for the New York Post. He was like, bro, I know nothing about screenwriting, but he he wrote a good script, you know? So yeah, step step out of that fear, tackle that fear. It might be, it might be your bread and butter. You have no idea until you attempt it. So write, don't quit. And Hey, when you get ready to come to LA, it's Mark with a K, Mark Anthony Williams. That's uh, my handle on Facebook and IG. And that's all I do. I don't do X and, and, and TikTok. Facebook, I do have face. I get on there once in a while because most of my East Coast peeps, this is how we communicate. So I like Facebook for that factor. Instagram, I like to just, it's, it's random, but I'm always on there. So you hit me up. I don't care. Ask me anything. There's nothing, you know, that I won't share with you if you're asking me yo help what do you think i should do what's your advice if, if you got an agent that wants to rep you call and you got questions holler at me i'll exactly. look them up exactly I'll, I'll look them up and i'll let you know how i feel mm-hmm. I, I, I could be wrong but you never know i might know something that will prevent you from getting yourself into a situation because i've been down that path so i'm only right. speaking from experience so right. holler at me can you encourage just some um, five minutes, the younger ones that are getting an agent and they really want this business bad, but they said, I got to go with the first straw. Yeah, that's always that that's always tough because from what I've always done, I've always gone with the with the first because it will give me. Even if it turns out to be a negative experience, it's still a positive experience because you're going to learn from the negative so you don't have those same mistakes and you don't drag those same issues going further. The agent you end up with when you come here is not the agent you're going to end up with, you're going to be with 20 years from now. Trust me, I've been through so many agents since since me coming to L.A. So you, you... you're not going to be family for life. Depends the type of relationship you have with that rep, but most likely you're going to do your time. The contract expires. You want to be with a bigger uh, entity. They may feel, well, you're not working enough, so we're going to drop you. That happens, you know, and you just keep, keep it moving. 
-hmm. But again, if you have questions, you could even call SAG. SAG will tell you. One time I had an issue. I did a, a skit on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, remember the Jamaican bobsled team? Yes, um, they, yes, yes. Uh, and, 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 and they didn't have no money. So Jimmy Kimmel did the skit where his Jamaicans were selling Girl Scout cookies. Mm. Right. So so it was it was a it was a <laughs> it was a great experience because, you know, hey, it, it's Jimmy Kimmel. You know, it's it, it is what it is. Just just hustle, get your grind on and do what you do and, and be and be positive. Don't let none of this stuff get you down. But yeah, call SAG, man. Look them up. You know, the, the, the woman, the Jimmy Kimmel thing, she didn't pay me. She wouldn't. We got to a little beef and she was like, I'm dropping you. I says, OK, I'll just send me the money from the Jimmy Kimmel spot. And she didn't send it to me. So I called SAG. I was like, yo, shorty's not blah, blah, blah. And he's and SAG said, you should not have been signed with her because she's not franchised. Oh, I says, I. I, I I says, uh, what is that? What, what do you mean? She's not, fr- I thought the agent, agent, she's like, no, she has to register her agency with us. She's not franchised. So we can't go after your money for you because she's not franchised. Uh, see, and, and again, you know, this is stuff I didn't know. I didn't know the agent was supposed to be franchised. That's why she felt she could just, I'll pay him when I felt she he subsequently sent me my money without any other, uh, uh, any other beef, but there's things about the industry you don't know. Yo, call SAG. You don't have to be in SAG. You can say, hey, I want to join. Here's the blah, blah. They will point you in the right direction. They will help you. Trust me. They're not going to say, well, you're not a SAG member. What's your SAG member? Well, we can't transfer. No. Hey, look, I'm trying to get in the union. There's this agent I want to rep. What do, what do you know? Can you, who, who do I speak to about this, this agency? And SAG will tell you. Oh, right. they're franchised. They're good. You can sign with them. Go ahead. Yeah. There's always yeah. somebody willing to help. There's always, yes. Someone is here willing to help. It's it's free information. So yeah, man, hit me up, DM me, ask me anything about the industry, man. The information is free. Okay. Okay. Remind them just what they can look out for you again. I, we already talked about it earlier. Welcome to the neighborhood. Grace anatomy uh i don't know if grace is bringing me back that would be amazing okay. i mean that that was an awesome experience debbie allen directed that was the first time ever working with debbie allen i was so thrilled um so that was a great experience but i will be back on the neighborhood um standing in for cedric and if they invite my character melvin back for uh one of the 10 episodes they got you know on on docket for this season then you know more power to me right more money and, for melvin <laughs> and that was last season for gray's anatomy what episode was that in case they that the... was eight season 18 episode one okay well gray's and yeah. that was gr- going into what season 20 next year so that was last <laughs> season that was gray's anatomy was 20 oh no no last season was 19 i was in the season before that 18 yeah yes 18 yeah 19 wow 20 Ooh-wee. yeah that's what you want <laughs> that, that's that's the type of gig you need to be on you they retire from that gig they don't have to work again ever bro that's <laughs> it's it's that's just streaming income for a life well Grace i know anatomy 20 years well i know like i said you're not uh what do you call it? you're not on it regularly but season right. 18 they can look out for you in on episode yes. episode one and the season premiere of season 18 which was almost two se- a season ago mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and anything yeah, else no. to look out for you in uh just the stuff that i'm producing um uh, i don't have any uh shows 
everything I shot last year was aired this year. Um, so yeah, no, no shows. Show, shows are quick. You know, they come and you shoot them, and within two months they're on the air. Films take a minute. Throw so, out your IDBM. How how is that? I, I am IMDb IMDb.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark with a K. Mark Anthony Williams, and and you can find me on. You know, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and IMDb, of course. Yes. And you were in that new edition movie as well. Yes, yes. That was fun. Yeah. Playing a photographer. I love that. Okay. Okay. Any final things you would love to tell Matt Radio Toronto? Matt Radio Toronto. Yo, y'all still doing Carabana? Yes, we do. <laughs> I went to, because I graduated from SUNY Albany. Albany was about four hours away. So I called my auntie and said, yo, we're coming. And we come up to Carabana. And this was Carabana. Banner in 1992. I was 22 years old. Wow. And we had Toronto, I'm a missing you have to come up there, sir. Have you missed it? Well, how, how come you haven't been back since then? How come you well, haven't been, been back since then? I've been, I've been in LA struggling, son, trying to get this, this trying to get this paper, son. You know how we do. You can come. Yeah, give Cedric. I know. <laughs> give when, Cedric so the entertainer. Year? What do you call it? An experience too. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm saying. So when when is Carabana? Carabana is in August of 2023. Uh, that would be the long holiday weekend. So it's August every is is it the same time every year? Yeah, same time every August. year, but different date. What do you call it? So it right, falls of on the, the long dates. weekend. Got it, got it. Okay, maybe yes. maybe Caravan of 2024 is in the works, son. <laughs> come up there, yo. It's been a minute. See my family. Yeah. And you can That's see me up. too. I'm family and too. See now. You. Yes, of course. Donovan. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We roll, son. That's what we do. Yo, Toronto. Love y'all. Miss y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, thank you for allowing me to share my experiences and, and God bless you all. All right, all right, all right. And to Sheena Arnold, shout out. I apologize yes. for butchering your you <laughs> earlier. You are unwelcome to the neighborhood. It's Woo! not Regina Hall. Uh, my apologies, and I should Boy. know better because she I, would I, I, she would bitch slap me. <laughs> bro, let me. T- and I was just about to say, yo, you lucky. You lucky she ain't sitting in that booth with you, right. son. She's from Brooklyn. She's from Brooklyn, son. She, she put hands on you, fam. I'm, I'm just letting you know, you lucky. You lucky T ain't around. All right. Shout out to that whole cast, cast of Welcome to the Neighborhood and look out Absolutely. for him coming up in February for what do you call it? Some episodes. And for yes. Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I thank you so much for coming to the show. You can throw out your name again. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, y'all. Mark Anthony Williams. God bless you. And I will see y'all soon, Toronto. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.